0: This is Brother John Mettern. and I greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Hope you're having a blessed day. And the last several days and the last few weeks have been filled with such a great, 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 great working of the Spirit of God. I'm really excited. Down in my spirit, what God is doing and how God's revealing Himself. And I want to start off today by relating a vision to you that I had back in 2008. And in the vision, uh, I was in uh, South Georgia. I was headed out of Back Country Road, uh, just out of Swainsburg, Georgia. It was probably about 6 o'clock in the evening. We were on our way. There was three other people in the car with me, my wife, my mother-in-law, and a young man. Uh, that had gone down to be in the meeting with us. We were in the minister's conference and camp meeting of 2008 at the uh New Testament Missionary Outreach Church uh, there in Twin City, Georgia. We were on our way to the service headed out that road and just a beautiful day. And all of a sudden on my left-hand side, God took me into an open vision and I saw a huge, huge staircase come down from heaven. It looked to be probably just estimating a couple of hundred feet high. And coming down those stairs uh, was a man dressed in a long black robe. He was probably 25, 30 foot tall uh, and he was descending those stairs coming from heaven to earth. And as I was telling the people what I was seeing, there was a mighty presence of God just overshadowed me, uh, filled the vehicle, and I was relating to them what I was seeing. And when this man coming down the staircase put his foot on the earth, the voice of the Lord spoke audible to me and said, the watcher has come down. The Watcher has come down. So I began to search the Scriptures when I got to where I could. Uh, I related the vision somewhere during the meeting there. But when I got to where I could, I began to study the Scriptures. And this Scripture in Daniel 4 and 13, Daniel said, I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed, And behold, a watcher and a holy one came down from heaven. In Jeremiah 4, in 16 and 17, it says, Make ye mention to the nations, behold, publish against Jerusalem, that watchers come from a far country and give out their voice against the cities of Judah. Verse 17, as keepers of the field, are they against her roundabout? Because she had been rebellious against me, saith the Lord. And as I meditated on that and prayed about it, the Lord took me into Genesis, where the three men visited Abraham, I believe it's like the 18th chapter of Genesis, and when they had finished eating the Lord and these uh, two men was walking along with Abraham, and in Genesis 18, 20 and 22, this is what the Lord told Abraham, and the Lord said, because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done all together according to the cry of it which is come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Now, I searched this out. I exhorted on it. I may have preached on it a couple of times. But when the Lord deals with me about something and I've searched it and researched it and prayed about it, the Lord gives me understanding and He doesn't give me anything else. And I just... uh, let it go. I forget about it. I uh, write the notes on it, and there's sometimes times that uh, months and weeks and years go by before the Lord will say anything to me. Sometimes He never does. I've had things go for years, and the Lord bring things back to my remembrance. Well, that's the way it was with this vision. I hadn't thought anything about it, probably since 2008 or 9. It may have come back to my memory once or twice, but I never dwelt on it. might have spoken it to somebody. But uh, on August the 16th, we were here in a prayer meeting at our home, and uh, the Spirit of the Lord began to fall. I think I related this last week. The Spirit of the Lord just began to fall like a gentle rain, and... uh, I was teaching, and the Spirit of the Lord began to fall like a gentle rain, and it fell, and for about 20 or 30, 40 minutes, I don't know how long, the Spirit of the Lord just fell, and people began to weep, they began to cry, the presence of the Lord come in, and somewhere during that uh, working of the Spirit of God, as it began to taper down, you know, a lot of people don't understand that when God gets ready to move, He will set an atmosphere. And so God was moving like this, but as this began to taper down, the Lord was preparing to speak by the Spirit of prophecy. And you could feel the atmosphere change. You could feel the Spirit change. You could feel uh, a working of how the Spirit was moving. You could feel it take a turn into a uh, different realm of the Spirit. And the Lord began to speak in prophecy uh about what he's doing in these this time that we're moving into and the Lord had visited me on august the fifth and you can listen to this on our uh youtube channel go to our website at mansent from dot org or m a n s e n t f r o m G o d dot o r g mansent from god dot org and click on our youtube channel and on August the fifth I tell how God visited me about five o'clock in the morning and begin to relate to me how that God's people had shut up the move of the spirit of God inside the four walls of the church. Just on Sundays and Wednesdays or whenever they have service. But the Lord was going to now begin to move outside the church. And that was on the 5th. This was on the 16th. And the Lord began to speak how He was fixing to move outside the church and how He was, uh, going to reveal Himself and give a, start giving moves of the Holy Ghost that would go back. To the book of Acts, and somewhere in that prophecy, the Lord spoke out of first peter four seventeen and eighteen, and you can find this prophecy also on our youtube channel at mansent from dot org and it is uh it, it may be labeled uh twenty eighteen eight eighteen or twenty eighteen eight sixteen, but there's a prophecy on there, but in that prophecy. Uh, the Lord spoke out of First Peter four seventeen and 18, For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear?" And as I begin to exhort on that by the spirit of prophecy, the Lord brought that vision back to my remembrance and He spoke about it. And this happened in 2008. It's now 2018. That was 10 years ago. And the Lord began to speak about that and how this watcher had come down from heaven and the Lord began to speak and He said, For Ten years this watcher has been in the earth watching God's people and marking them. And then the Lord took me to Ezekiel 9 and it's 1 through 11 which is basically the whole chapter. And this is what Ezekiel 9, 1 through 11 says. And it says, He cried also in mine ear with a loud voice saying, Calls them that have charge over the city to draw near even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand and behold six men came from the way of the higher gate which lieth toward the north and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand and one man among them was clothed with linen with a rider's inkhorn by his side and they went in and stood Beside the brazen altar, and the glory of the God of Israel was gone up from the cherub whereupon he was to the threshold of the house. And he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the rider's inkhorn by his side. And the Lord said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sighed and that cry for all the abomination that be done in the midst thereof. And I want you to hear what the Lord's saying. He said, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the forehead of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abomination that be done in the midst thereof. God was talking about in the midst of His people. In verse 5, he says, and to the others, he said in mine hearing, go after them through the city and smite, let not your eyes spare, neither have ye pity, slay utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women, but come not near any man upon whom is the mark, and begin at my sanctuary." Then they begin at the ancient men which were before the house. And when uh, the Lord showed me this, he said, "This coincides with First Peter four and seventeen, where I said, And judgment must begin at first at my house. God told Ezekiel, Let the man with the rider's ink corn first begin at my house." At my sanctuary, let them begin to mark the ancient man. Begin at my house. And then he told those other five with the destroying weapon in their hand. He said, Now you begin at the ancient men. You begin at my sanctuary, which are before the house. And he said, Defile the house and fill the courts with the slain. Go ye forth. And they went forth and slew in the city and it came to pass while they were slaying them. And I was left that I fell upon my face and I cried and said, Ah, Lord God, will that destroy all the residue of Israel in thy pouring out of thy fury upon Jerusalem? Then said he unto me, The iniquity of the house and of Israel and Judah is exceedingly great. And the land is full of blood, and the city full of perverseness. For they say, The Lord has forsaken the earth, and the Lord seeth not. And as for me also, my eye shall not spare, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their heads. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the inkhorn by his side, reporting the matter, saying, I have done as Thou commanded me. When the Lord put these Scriptures together, this is the first time since I've had the vision that God had dealt with me about it in ten years. And He spoke in that prophecy, and He uh, dealt with the vision, and He said (coughs) that the watcher that had come down that I had saw in 2008 had been in the earth for 10 years and he had gone through the earth and he had gone uh through God's people over the whole earth and those that were crying and sighing those that were praying and crying out against the abominations that was going on in the church and the perverseness amongst God's people He told is he told that man with that rider's inkhorn. He said, "Mark him," and this watcher has been watching for ten years now. He has marked, and as the Lord showed me this and spoke this in this prophecy, He said, "But now, He said, the watcher has finished, just as the man with the rider's inkhorn finished what he had done, and he reported the matter, saying." I have done as thou hast commanded. This watcher has done as God has commanded him. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, Now it is time for me to deal with and reveal the sin that is in the church. Everybody is wanting God to judge sin among the wicked. He's wanting. Uh, we're wanting God to smite the sinner, the adulterer, the fornicator, the ungodly. I'm talking about the people that are out there in the world. But before God can step into the world and judge sin in the world, He has to first judge the sin, the perversion, the evil, and the Wickedness in his church. For God to judge the sinner, he's got to first judge the saint. It's not fair for God to step out here and begin to smite the sinner. Smite the ungodly. Smite the unholy. (coughs) Until he sets an example and gives them an example to live godly, to live holy, to live clean, to live pure, to walk up right before the Lord. So what did the Lord say? He said, you begin at my house. You begin at my sanctuary. And you begin with the ancient man or the seasoned ministers. You begin with the sons of Levi. You begin with those that have been in ministry for years, those that should have a standard of righteousness and holiness that are lifting up a standard that are crying out against sin and evil and perversion. But we look around today and it's like sin has filled the church and has filled the church of the living God. And everywhere you turn today. The church is full of evil, it's full of wickedness, it's full of perversion, homosexuality, lesbianism. Now, now they've got transgender, all this stuff that is nothing uh, but perverted, unclean, demonic spirits. Uh, and it's come in the church and it's because uh, preachers have refused to lift up their voice uh, as a trumpet like Isaiah. I believe it's Isaiah 58 says, he said, Cry aloud. Uh, Spare not, lift up thy voice as a trumpet type. Show Jacob her transgressions and Israel her sin. I ministers have quit preaching against sin. I had a preacher tell me years ago, Oh, we don't preach against sin anymore. I, well, that's exactly what I preach against. I, I preach against sin and I train God's people I, how to come out of sin, how to put sin away, I, how to lay aside everything. Every sin, I, and the weight that's uh, so easily beset mind, and for him to run with patience the race that is set before my looking unto Jesus who is the author I, and the finisher of the faith. I, and so as God began to deal with me about this, He said, Now is the time. I, now is the fulfilling of this word I, that I showed you in 08. I, now is the beginning. Uh, of First Peter 4 and 17, the judgment uh, must begin at the house of God and now uh, is the beginning of Ezekiel uh, the ninth chapter. Uh, and I want you to notice, I think it's in the 3rd verse uh, it says that the Spirit of the Lord uh, had gone up uh, from uh, the threshold of the house of God. Uh, if you know anything about what's going on today, the Spirit of the Lord uh, has it's written, Ichibod, which means the glory of the Lord is departed have, on many churches. Churches are going through programs. They're going through forms. They're going through doctrines and traditions of men. They're trying to draw crowds. They're trying to raise money. We have now have, got a rich church age, which I believe the Lord spoke about have, in Revelation 3. I have when he said, I counsel of thee uh, that you buy me gold tried in the fire. uh, And uh, the word that came back uh, from this rich church age and we are living in a rich church age. uh, Ministers are becoming uh, multi-millionaires. People are becoming multi-millionaires off of singing in books uh, that compromise the word of God that teach good philosophy uh, that does not lay uh, down the Word against sin. People are, are preaching by prosperity. Give this offering and God will bless you with this. It's all wrong. It's all out of order. It's what God said when He spoke in Revelation the third chapter about a counsel of thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Are you hearing me? God exhorted His ministers, exhorted His people People uh, to buy of him, uh, gold tried in the fire, uh, and you know what their answer was. Uh, give me just a second to get it over there, and all uh, I believe it was the Laticean Church Age, uh, and I believe that's what uh, God uh, spoke to him. Uh, let me, let me get it. I Almost got it right here. Uh, I know that verse fifteen. Uh, I know that works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. Uh, I would thou were cold or hot. I believe I brought this out a few weeks back. God spoke it to me. So then because thou art lukewarm, either cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth, for that word spew means to vomit up. But verse 17, because thou says I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, but knowest thou not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. uh, And that's what God told him. uh, And then he turned around and said, I counsel thee to buy of me uh, gold tried in the fire, that thou may be as rich and white white raiment, which is righteousness, uh, that thou may be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness uh, do not appear and anoint thy eyes uh, with eyes sad, that thou mayest see, verse 19, uh, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, be thou there Therefore, be I zealous, therefore, I, and repent. I, nobody's rebuking. Nobody's chastening. Nobody's instructing I, God's people to come out of sin. I, nobody's instructing God's people I, to get rid of this lukewarm state. I, nobody is, I, is I, bringing forth that chastening word of God. I, the Lord said, Whom I love, I chasten. I, chastisement can be correction. It can be correction be instruction but it can also be a whipping I I, I know as a father I I had rather instruct I I had rather rebuke I I had rather give direction to my children than I had to have to put the rod to them but sometimes when they don't hear instruction you don't hear constructive criticism the Lord has nothing left to do but to chase And he said, Whom I love, I I chasten, be thou therefore zealous and repent. God is bringing this word forward. We're moving into a day that you will see. 1 Peter 4, 17 and 18, I believe it is, and you will see Ezekiel, the the whole ninth chapter begin to come to pass. God has marked for ten years those that are praying and sighing and crying against the abomination going on in the church and going on in religion. They've lifted up their voices. They're crying. They're praying. They've cried out against it. And now you're going to see those with the destroying weapons in their hand begin to go forth. Say what you want to doesn't matter to me. I know when God speaks to me. I know when God speaks to me And it hurts my heart, it scares me, it makes me tremble inside because I know God's been warning for several years now about rebellion and disobedience. So if I was you, I would be certain that I set my house in order, got my life right with God. Be sure I was walking in obedience and walking up right before the Lord and doing everything that I knew to do. And being sure I was doing everything that I could do to fulfill my calling and make my calling an election sure, because it says the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. And the Lord has stirred us up in our spirit, and the Lord began to deal with me just a, a couple of days ago. Hey, he visited me on August the fifth and began to show me. And I, I, I mentioned this at the beginning. But if you go to the book of Acts and you go to the second chapter and you look at the 46th and 47th verse after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. I believe this pertains to the people that were saved. On the day of Pentecost, there was 3,000. They did not have a place big enough to see them. So they met in people's homes. They went from house to house. The Lord has stirred mine and my wife's heart and spirit. And we are now praying for doors to open in homes across the area of L.A.J., Blue Ridge, uh, that area, Calhoun, Chatsworth, Dalton, all through that area where this radio broadcast reaches. We are praying for God to give us direction. And we are going to start going from house to house, having Bible studies and prayer meetings. Uh, uh, we, we done this when we first started in the ministry, when we first got married way back in the 80s. When I wasn't under the tents preaching, we had seven or eight homes that we went to, uh, on a uh, usually about once every two weeks we would be in a, a, in a different home and we had seven or eight, ten homes that we were in, mostly in the fall and winter months. And the Lord has laid it on our heart to begin to do this again. So, uh, I will put this out there if you are hungry for God. Now understand, I'm not coming anywhere and have to argue doctrine. I'm not coming anywhere that people are set in their ways and they're not hungry for the truth. I am coming to expound God's word. I am coming not to preach but to teach. There are so many people that do not know how to serve God. They're limited in their knowledge of the Holy Ghost and the working of the Spirit of God. They're limited into what they understand because they have been preached to for years, but few have slowed down long enough to expound the Word of God and teach them how to walk up right before God. So if this is something you might be interested in, you write to us at World Revivals, P.O. Box 1618, Conyers, C-O-N-Y-E-R-S, Georgia 30012. You give us your name, where you live, your contact information, how to get in touch with you, whether it be email, Facebook, phone number, and we will talk to you and we will pray about this. I am not going to tell you just because you contact me that I will come to your house or wherever it is you're wanting us to come and have prayer meeting or Bible study. I will tell you we will pray about this. So go to our website, Man sent from god dot our email is there our uh, contact information is there how to get on YouTube and watch these videos and the dates I' give you uh we are putting this out there for God to lead guide, and direct us when we're not in service at the church in l j We will be ministering in homes. And may God bless you. We're praying to hear from you. May God bless you till our next broadcast.